1: Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call
0: 1-800-858-858. But make sure you join the SENZ Breakfast team. They're broadcasting live tomorrow from the Whangarei Chemist Warehouse store. You can go down there from 6 o'clock to see the guys and your chance to win tickets to the Women's Rugby World Cup quarterfinals as well. SENZ Breakfast broadcasting live from Chemist Warehouse right opposite... Right opposite, I should say, Semenoff Stadium in Whangarei tomorrow morning. Uh, time to talk uh, rugby. I'm going to talk super rugby. We're going to talk 1A. We're going to talk all sorts uh, with Campbell Burns, uh, who joins us now from Rugby News, the editor, of course. G'day, Campbell. How are
1: you? Very good morning to you there,
0: Ricardo. You, are you getting up to Whangarei uh, at all uh, tomorrow? No,
1: no, I'm not. I'll be, uh, uh, but I, I, I will be watching. Uh... Watching the game, I have to do a bit of a uh, match report for All Blacks. so I'll, I'll certainly be watching it live. Which means I'll probably have to uh, watch the first half of the All Blacks and then take the second half and watch it after the Black Ferns.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Actually, I mean, it's going to be an understrength um, All Blacks team, but uh, you, you'd expect them to. They should have too much for for a Japanese side that you know ro- uh, rolled over to Australia in A in a series recently.
1: Oh yeah, look, I'd be surprised if the All Blacks didn't win by by forty to fifty points. Um, and that's even, even with all the, all the disruptions uh, that, that the All Blacks have had in the past uh, week or so. So, yeah, I mean, you, you, would expect, uh, uh, you would expect a fairly comfortable victory for both the, the All Blacks and the Blackburns on Saturday night.
0: Now, I know we uh, originally, you know, we got in touch to talk about Super Rugby squads, and we will do that, mate. But, of course, uh, in the meantime, this news about the uh, 1A competition in Auckland no longer being broadcast on Sky. What was you, your reaction to that and to the reasoning given?
1: Yeah, it was um, it was interesting because I wasn't entirely surprised. I see Pat Drum from Mount uh, Albert Grammar uh, was quoted in the in the article in the Herald there, um, and the mags have, have taken a view the past few years that they don't welcome the sky cameras, uh, which is fair enough. They they want their students to focus a bit more rather than rather than worry about their haircuts uh, when they go on <laughs> TV. So um, I know there was some there's been some disquiet for a, for a while around that, but. Uh, I guess I was a bit surprised that all the um, Auckland one Eight schools have signed up to this, uh, including the likes of um, St Cairns and Kings. Uh, so there won't be any live TV coverage. Um, and I'm not sure what uh, what other competitions we'll, we'll be doing around the rest of the country, because whether, whether Sky will just focus in on them, on the Super 8, on the Crusaders uh, region uh, tournament, the Otago competition, the Wellington competition. Um, so... Yeah, it's an interesting call. I, I, I can see the valid reasons behind it, but uh, I, I did see a comment that there were going to be uh, no media interviews for any coaches or players before or during the season. So, is that uh, applying to all levels of media? Um, we don't actually know just yet. We need to find out a bit more around that. But that might not be uh, that might not be the best move. But I can sort of understand the rationale behind uh, behind this because we have seen um, a real explosion of, in, in recent years of Social media um, and the negative influences that come out of that, and uh, much of that's driven by TV. Well, that's not a that's not Sky's fault. uh, I would hasten to add.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it feels like the you know the 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 same principles that have made this call are the ones that embraced it 12 years ago, and and, you know made money. For their schools with sponsorship and things off it, so it's it's an interesting call. I, I, I don't see the Super Eight doing the same thing. I know they've got to deal with uh, moldy TV, but um, uh, yeah. they, and they stream some games. Uh, but I think, I mean, if you're uh, running the rugby programs at those Super Eight schools, you might be rubbing your hands thinking your recruitment might be about to be go through the roof because these Auckland kids uh, might feel like they need to be on TV and they might might come south. Yeah, well,
1: that's <laughs> yeah, that, that's certainly one of the dangers, and I know that happened a couple of years ago um, when the Auckland season finished early because of. Covid, um, and there was, there was the odd student uh, who left. Uh, the Auckland one a competition, and all uh, their schools, and went uh, went south, um, whether that be Super Eight or CNI or, or wherever, um, to try and get a bit more exposure. That's uh, that's obviously a bit of a danger, um, or that uh, or that happening in this case. But on the other hand, um, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's an interesting one because you know you'd like to, and there is some some very good coaching that goes on. Uh, among some of these first deans in the Auckland 1A competition. So some of these players, they might not get the TV exposure, but they get some very good coaching. So why why wouldn't you stick around and want to pass your exams and still play in a very good competition, uh, whether it's televised or not?
0: Now, it's not something that I've paid a lot of attention to in the past, but we did have a few uh, people message through suggesting that there was something else to this, and it was uh, to do with NZR over the last few weeks attempting to sort of take control of the secondary school's rugby competition and that maybe this was a a counter to that. Uh, uh, Have you heard anything about NZR wanting to do that?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, speaking generally, they certainly have wanted to take a bit more control of the running of secondary school rugby in general but uh, the, the auckland 1a first Dean competition is essentially uh, you know it's a, it's a group of uh, principals who make the call uh, on a lot of what happens uh, in, in the 1a competition um, auckland rugby administers uh, everything underneath that so um, look I, yeah I can see uh, I can see from from both point of views but um, the um, first of Dean principals will probably be digging their t- their their toes in on this one and saying, no, well, you know, it's been, it's been pretty well run for years, so why should we have the influence of New Zealand rugby on this? But, mm. uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it could be an, an ongoing debate as to the governance of uh, schools rugby.
0: Yeah, it could be, Yeah, It could be. I mean, because I, I read this, you know, when the initial report came out and I thought, the you know, the mental wellbeing thing is, is fair enough, I get that, and it, and it makes it hard to argue, but it kind of felt like that wasn't the only reason, that maybe it was being used as a bit of a smokescreen and there was something else going on.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to know, really is. But having said that, it was funny, uh, Sky didn't actually televise that many Auckland 1A games last season. There was a lot of stuff from the Crusaders uh, region competition. Um, I think Nelson College got on TV about five times. Um, so it wasn't as though the Auckland 1A was overexposed like it might have been um, sort of six or seven years ago where there was also um, further coverage of, um, of games um, via Auckland versus being TV. Uh, and Sky as well. So, so that was a, a huge amount of coverage then. Um, it's certainly lessened now. But whether whether Sky already knew about this um, and were planning ahead, I, I don't know. You'd have to ask them. But I think generally uh, speaking, they haven't done a bad job overall of of, uh, of not overegging, overhyping the the players involved. Um, but that, that said, I mean, social media just becomes way out of way out of anyone's control when you when you have people on TV and you just have people commenting on someone's performance, on their haircut, on all sorts of things. So, um, you know, you're talking about uh, young men who need to be focused on their their exams at times um, rather than just footy. And, um, yeah, I think social media... Is, is probably more
0: to blame here than uh, than Sky. Yeah, all right, mate. Well, let's move on to what we originally asked you to come on and talk about, and talk about the Super Rugby Squads uh, for next season. I mean, uh, as somebody who uh, was born and bred in Blues territory and follows the Blues, uh, you know, Luke Romano was so important for that Blues team last year. He gave gave the pack a real, uh, a real winning mentality and a bit of mongrel. Um, he's hung up his boots, of course. He's retired. How big a loss is that, do you think, for the Blues for next season?
1: Well, on the face of it um, it's a big loss but Patrick tolu was coming back from Japan so um, that's uh, you know they're certainly not going to be losing too much in that regard um, and they have signed uh, Rob Rush uh, more as a sort of a blind side come lock uh, who performed well for Northland um, for most of the season so he um, yeah, I mean the, the, looking through the blue side um, very few changes and very settled. So you have to say, even with that loss of Romano, I think the Blues uh, pack in particular will be fine.
0: Yeah, it looks pretty stable uh, overall. Tuipalotu, as you said, uh, is back from Japan and, and will take uh, full part uh, this season. Uh what about the Chiefs then? Uh, they have made some interesting moves, haven't they? One of those, of course, I, I think um, with Benaki Selby Rickett coming uh, north from the Highlanders. Uh, I know he's from the region in terms of plays at Bay Pliny, Plenty, so he's in the Chiefs region. He's come in there, uh, George Dyer, uh, Jared Prophet as well. And, uh, you know, um, Nane uh, Punavai from Canterbury, I think, is, is a really good get for them.
1: Yep, that's right. Uh, well, certainly, you uh, know, Manaki selby it's a strange one because he could certainly be the starting Highlanders' lock, but he's mm. come to the Chiefs who have got three All Blacks in their second uh, row, so Ritalik, Vahee and Lord. So I don't know where he's going to get a lot of um, game time there, uh, but he's certainly good enough to be starting at Super Rugby level. So maybe he's a, maybe he's a patient man, um, or maybe Josh Lord uh, may not be right at the start of the season for the Chiefs. Uh, we don't know that for sure. Um, I'm just amazed that Mitch Jacobson has missed out, the Waikato captain. Um, they've only gone for one out-and-out open side fetcher. That's Sam Kane. So presumably he's not going to play all the games. Uh, I'm not sure why Mitch Jacobson wouldn't be in the in the mix there. But um, as far as the back line goes, uh, Damien McKenzie's back. Uh, he's going to have to play a fair bit of fullback, I think, um, because Atland, uh, Josh Iwani and Rivas Rejana are the 10s. So... Um, but they do have Nane um, Punavai, as you say. Then you saw him, he can play centre or wing, had a good season with Canterbury. Um, so I think the Chiefs will be all right uh, in that back line, but just some of the mix of that forward pack uh, might be interesting to see how that pans out.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, it looks like, you know, the, the, the likes of Tupu Vai and uh, Naitoa Akoi will probably be, what you know, sort of jostling with Luke Jacobson for the sixth jersey more than more than maybe playing lock. I, I did think it was an interesting one and a, and a bit of a loss for the Highlanders as well.
1: Yes, no, it, it certainly is. Um, and I think, uh, I mean, they, they, they should still be right um, if you look at their starting pack, the Chiefs. Um, and, uh, you know, they've got the starting all-backs hooker. George Dyer's in there. He, he uh, should have got a full, uh, full-time full contract with them last year. He was very unlucky, but he's still got some game time, I think, um, uh, on a wider training contract. Um, so he's, he's good value there at, um, at tight-head Prop. Um, but yeah they've got just looking I think they've got seven guys who could play lock if you include Sami Penny Finau and Naito Akoi I guess the Chiefs have in the past been a bit thin at lock uh, if there's injuries and now they've got probably one too many
0: uh, Is it um, I mean I know Angus Tarvao has been named in that team but I, I heard yesterday that the injury that he picked up uh, in the semi-final might be uh, reasonably long term have you heard anything on that?
1: No I haven't but in, um, I guess in concussion you, you never know so on that basis, he won't be on the uh, All Blacks 15 trip, um, but um, longer term than that, hard to say. Uh, but I guess they would have to monitor him there, but they'll have someone uh, probably in their wider training group uh, who's, who's ready to go.
0: Uh, let's have a look at the, the Canes now. I guess the the big news is Peter Larkay getting that deal. Um, he's been a standout in the NPC this season. And Brett Cameron in at 10 um, to you know, support the likes of Aidan Morgan. And really, uh, I think, since Bowden Barrett left, they've been struggling for for a really strong number 110. Uh, Brett Cameron is it, I guess?
1: Well, he could be. Um, He's probably the best goal kicker they've got there, but I'm not sure whether he's the best 10. I think Aidan Morgan, even though he was coming off the bench for Wellington, is potentially the best player there. Um, Jackson Garden Bishop, I'm not sure uh, what the situation with him was. I think he may have an overseas contract lined up, uh, or, or I mean, certainly if not, he was unlucky, but Reuben Love um, wants to play ten. Can um, probably get a bit of game time at fifteen, particularly if Geordie Barrett's playing twelve. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see how the uh, how the Canes actually marshal that, because they still haven't nailed that. As you say, they haven't nailed that number ten position really since um, since Bowden left. But they do have talent uh, aplenty, um, particularly in the forwards. I mean, Peter Luckeye was just he was the rookie of the year. He was outstanding for the Wellington Lions uh, all season, so he deserved. Um, to go in there at number eight, and it wouldn't surprise me if he uh, if he started a lot of matches there, uh, pushing maybe uh, Artie Savier to the open side. Yeah, I mean, Garden
0: Bishop. I think I think at the end of last season, they the you know the Hurricanes told him and a couple of other players they'd need to find somewhere else to go. I just I think he's had plenty of opportunities to nail that that starting ten jersey, and hasn't quite done it on a consistent basis.
1: No, that's right. I mean, he um, he, he he's full value for the for the Lions mm. at NBC level. He's got a a stack of points for Wellington. But, uh, yeah, there's always that question mark uh, at, at, at the higher level whether he's been able to perform and really raise his game to, to, to the level you're required from a super rugby general. So that may be the, uh, the thinking there. Certainly Aidan uh, Morgan potentially is a very good player. Um, and Brett Cameron has played for the All-backs. Um, probably lucky, luckily, uh, you'd have to say, back in 2018. But um, he, he can certainly do a job uh, with his goal kicking.
0: Yeah, he can. Uh, now, we have had a text come through, actually, uh, from Graham, who said, uh, Ricardo, can you ask Campbell, what's happened to Triple T? Surely one of the top 15 hardbacks in the country. Very disappointed for him if no one picked him up. Uh, he said, surely the Highlanders. I know he was at the, uh, the Crusaders last season, but uh, they've gone with Willie Hines and Noah Hoffman uh, alongside Mitchell Drummond this year. So where's he gone?
1: Uh, yeah, that's a pretty good question because he was playing with the Bay of Plenty Steamers and going pretty well. Yeah. I, I don't know why he hasn't been picked up by the Highlanders or maybe that's in place now that, uh, that that's in motion. That sort of talk uh, now that Follower-Fuckett's like Harbour has gone for most of the season. So that just leaves Aaron Smith and James Arskite as the nines at the Highlanders. So they will have to have a replacement there. So you would think um, he would be next in line there. I, I'm not sure why he's fallen off the pace um, so much because uh, he's, been, he's played pretty well at NPC level. Um, and uh, I can sort of understand why the Crusaders wanted Noah Hotham. Uh, played very well for Tasman, scored seven tries, um, and they've gone for a bit of experience in um, Willie Hines to go with Mitch Drummond. But, uh, yeah, Triple T, he's, uh, he's been unlucky. So, But I watched that Highlanders' 3rd halfback space
0: yeah, definitely be one to watch. In fact, the Highlanders is, is, is an interesting uh, t- t- squad to look at. I mean, you know, they've added some really good young players. Fabian Holland is now part of that team. And the core brought Broughton out of the Bay of Plenty as well. Uh, the, interesting, they managed to get Jonah Lowe down there from the Chiefs as well. Um it did feel like when I saw them lose a couple to the Chiefs that maybe this was um, you know a, a franchise that was in a little bit of trouble. I'm not I'm not sure about the management of the of this franchise down there, but I'd heard a few things that maybe the players weren't particularly happy with direction. Uh, I don't know uh, where you are on that.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't heard too much of that sort of talk, but uh, they do have a new head coach and in, uh, in Clark Dermody. Um, who will certainly get the pack going because we tend to underestimate the Highlanders' uh, forwards in particular, and then they always um, always stay pretty solid. So they've still got guys like Jermaine Ainsley and Shannon Frizzell, Ethan DeGroote, um, Billy Harmon who's the new captain there. So there's there's a really good, solid um, forward back in Perry- Perry Parkinson coming back from injury. Um, and it's just a matter of uh, whether some of their backs can stay fit. Uh, they've had issues with their outside backs and injuries in the past. Um, Aaron Smith will have his last campaign, Thomas Umang and Jensen, we, we pray that he stays fit because uh, he was looking really good at times last season. So it's, it's always hard to know with the Highlanders and injuries, but if they, if they have to go too deep, then there's concerns for them. But they always tend to, uh, to overperform um, in, in many ways.
0: Uh, looking at it, I mean, the Highlanders have got it all to do, uh, particularly in that New Zealand conference. Um, do you think this is a better looking squad, a more balanced looking squad? It certainly looks like they've maybe got a few more options in the back line than they did last season.
1: Yep, they, they do. I mean, um, I guess Scott Gregory, if they see him at the 12, um, Mitch Hunt will come back from injury. Milamone um, Corroy, Cam Miller's a very good young player uh, who, can, who can play 10, kicks goals. Um, Jonah Nareki coming back. Um, Josh Temer, so individually some some very good talent there. Um, I noticed that Marty Banks is going around again. Um, he must be coming up to about 34 now, Marty Banks. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, I, I just... Yeah, it's a hard one because um, <clears throat> I think they have—they certainly struggled um, at times last season. I mean, they made the they made the quarterfinals of winning only four games, um, which wasn't wasn't really a great look. So, um, having said that, I think in the four Pack, I, I think we'll win enough ball, and it's just a question of whether they can um, they can get the direction going uh, at, out on the back line because they do have some. As I say, some individually good
0: players. Leon McDonald let it slip the other day that uh, Super Rugby players were going to, the All Blacks and Super Rugby were going to be getting rest periods ahead of the World Cup, uh, which was disappointing to hear because we've had that before and it's you know doesn't seem to have borne any fruit that I could tell. Um, I mean, surely that's detrimental to New Zealand rugby's own competition if you turn it into effectively a bit of a lottery and you know reserve grade at times. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You know,
1: are we going back to two thousand and seven and the old? Uh, Reconditioning program, I mean, as it stands, I think all uh, Blacks have got to uh, take two games off um, and they have the buy as well. um that's if there's no injury. so you wouldn't would like to think there'd be too much change from that. Um, maybe I mean you know you wouldn't necessarily expect Sam Whitelock to play to play you know twelve games for the Crusaders next year, would you but or, or Sam Kane um, for the chiefs uh, but so, so so I guess there's got to be some leeway uh, on on individuals but you certainly wouldn't like to see them taken out until April um, because, again, that puts uh, more pressure on the on the coaches and certainly devalues the Super Rugby as a competition. Um, and, uh, yeah, we've, we saw what happened in, in 2007 and the backlash from that. Yeah,
0: indeed. All right, Campbell, uh, when's the next issue out, bud?
1: Next issue, uh, November 10, uh, so a couple of weeks away, so we're just in the final throes of getting uh, getting that out, but it's going to be packed with all sorts uh, NTC, Heartland, schools, um, uh, Women's World Cup. Um, so, yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's plenty of rugby going on. It's not just uh, not just the All Blacks.
0: No, not not just the All Blacks indeed. Good stuff, mate. Thanks very much for your time. And keep up the good work at Rugby News, eh? All right, mate.
1: Thanks. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Tyre Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.